Timocrats Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we go behind the scenes to figure out the thoughts that animate the actions of those who make the arts. Uh, today we have with us Anirudh Verma. Uh, he's got magic in his fingers and uh, he's got music in his soul. He is, of course, uh, the man behind the Anirudh Verma Collective. Uh, there's uh, not only music there to um, shake your heads with joy, but also uh, to um, uh, to bring pleasure to the mind as well, because there's uh, a lot of considered music there. There's Indian rags that uh, fuse with the Western music and it's absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't heard it, we highly, highly suggest uh, that you listen to uh, the new stuff that um, Anirudh has come up with, which has been marinating <laughs> in a way for, for more than two years. Yeah, it has. Yes. Excellent. Thank you for joining us, Anirudh. Likewise, great to be here. Thank you for calling. So uh, tell us uh, first, of course, about uh, the new music that has been sort of, uh, uh, you know, palpitating in your heart for so long and now finally it's out. Yes, so we've been working on this second album now for over, actually for three years. The the two tracks which came out uh, recently, last two months, have been, been worked in the works for two years now. And we felt it wasn't ready for some time and then with our producer on Indo Bose, we finally felt that now it's the correct time right. to bring it out. So every month we're bringing out one track. Uh, October was was Bhimpalasi, was last month was uh, Chayanat. And this month we have a third track coming out. Wow, what's it? What's that? So that's that's called Bihak, and that's a special because you also have a dancer collaborating with us. On wow. This one. So yeah, all of these, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, are also the names of rags that uh, the yes, songs are based yes, on. Yeah. Yes, they are. They are. The, so uh, this, of course, perfect time to get uh, straight to the beginning. So where where did this obsession with music begin? So when well, I come from a family of uh, well lawyers, but also musicians. Right. So and my father's side of. Uh, now, they, they've all been lawyers, but they've also been musicians. My grandfather, uh, he was a professional vocalist and a harmonium player. Wow. My father's a tabla player. But they all, they all took it up, took up law as their, as their career. But music was in the family. And then when I was five, I was playing with, with my uh, grandfather's harmonium. And so then one of my uncles was like, maybe you should, you should train properly. Right. And later I found out that my great-great-grandfather founded the Prayag Sangeet Samiti, Major wow. Ranjit Singh. Wow. So I suppose classical music was in the family and I think it came to me at a point where I was able to appreciate it more, around class 8, 7, 8. Right. When, before that I was pro-Western music and then suddenly it, there was a turnover into listening to classical music as well. So that's how and and well that's that's how the musical journey began and then I have trained uh, I've been training as a pianist uh, for the past twenty one years or so wow. and then my my mother has been always have been after me to well has been encouraging me to look at academics from a musical perspective as well that's, that's when um, my that's when during my masters is when I wrote a paper which is what the collective is now mm -hmm. in my first semester of my master so it was actually a research paper for a band or an ensemble itself and this was masters uh, uh, of what so this was a masters in performance studies from ambedkar university fantastic so that sort of opened up my horizon right in terms of what can explore in performance and music and that's how the collective was actually formed in mm -hmm. the first place and then 2016 and the idea sort of started Brewing and then 17 we began working and 18 the first album came out. 
you when you started learning music music was probably not seen as a profession maybe an art or a sadhana or something but it, uh, yes i mean that time this question about how will you survive hmm. in the in the music hmm. field and that i mean when i was younger i didn't that question wasn't in my head but as i got into when well, i entered university and finished college that question did begin began, uh, began to occur, of course come into my mind so i think uh, the collective fortunately has not just been a live act but also outside the live act we were on productions mm. and that's what i felt pre covid that i figured that you can't survive only on live performance because sure. two years just not been there of course of course and so fortunately all of us uh, i have sort of connected with like minded musicians who were also keen to explore outside the live space and that gave us time to explore our own music and grow together as well for sure for sure uh, uh, there's of course uh, also this thing about uh, you know the fact that uh, most of the music now is con- uh, consumed over the internet on Correct. social media which is uh, becoming a bit of a platform <laughs> and uh, uh, there's a lot of talk about the fact that attention spans have sort of shrunk uh, classical music on the other hand is something that takes a while to actually even develop you know uh, i've heard uh, some phenomenal stories of uh, of uh, one rag being stretched through the night and uh, you know the sadhana of just one note yes. uh, how do you reconcile these two worlds you know we tr- uh, the aim of the collective was always to present classical music in a contemporary yet rooted way where the rag is not being diluted under any circumstances so we have uh there are even though today people like is that attention spans have reduced so the three or four minute track exists but for us somehow uh we didn't want to let go so we have some tracks in the album which are 11 minutes that's right yeah and the we question did come up that you know maybe reduce it i'm like you know it won't come out it mm-hmm. you won't feel the same way at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. and fortunately till now that time issue hasn't happened i mean people are fortunately still appreciating the music right i also feel it's how you're presenting it i mean so, even if it's, if it's a longer track or a longer song there is there are ways to keep the audience engaged if the arrangement is as engaging throughout sure. i don't see why they would uh, not listen to it or of course i mean trends have changed instagram as instagram <laughs> reels have come in <laughs> oh, which yeah. have just dist- well the good and bad pros and for cons for sure for sure there's also i think uh, there needs to be a little bit of expectation management where you need to know who you are actually targeting correct anything. correct absolutely i think over the years we've been focusing on who are who is the audience right and uh, for us for me the audience the thought was that we've always known that classical music has been say, for a niche audience hmm. but we wanted to put it out for everyone right and we were lucky and i think the way it was presented people came to say came to us and said that um, we haven't heard classical music before but we really like this so we went back and heard the mm-hmm. traditional version of the same composition sure that made me feel like okay there is something in this so let's keep working on it because uh, it's difficult i mean it's difficult to understand the difficult part is who's your audience of course and fortunately we sort of managed to uh re- make our music reach out to pe- everyone and i mean of course see, everyone has someone likes coffee someone likes tea <laughs> of course i can't force For that sure. but we uh, being ourselves and uh, i think uh, do correct me if i'm wrong but uh, you know uh, we used to have our icons when when we were growing up correct. and listen to the music etc 
currently i think uh, the democratization of art has happened so beautifully that you know everyone is willing to experiment with everything Absolutely. and uh, and make a star out of whatever they like instead of what the legacy in that way correct. is correct. right correct absolutely uh, there's also the fact that um, classical music is also considered uh, in a way like, uh, as, as i said earlier sadhana there's there's a there's a whole ritual also right. involved have you had to face um, uh, you know um, uh, uh, for lack of a better way of explaining it uh, raised eyebrows or frowns from from the classical um, uh, side of, of of music for what you've been doing so interestingly that was something that i was always you were curious rather that how will the purists take it and we were uh, we were fortunate that some of the purists other rajesh pandit bhubaneesh komkar is also on the second album wow okay and even so after the second track came out pandit rajesh mishra actually gave us a call that this is infusion this mm. is we're doing it the right way so keep doing it wow when that's uh, huge that 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 was and i wasn't mentally prepared for that <laughs> call at all yeah. that day that's a doyen actually <laughs> calling you at absolutely and yeah. we were i think the i think because the intention was that we do it in a con- contemporary means in today's way of in course. our way but we keep the rag and the tal and the bandish as pure as possible we don't want, like we try and the classical musicians in the in the compositions aren't moving away from right, the rod right and that i think clicked because we wanted people to understand and get used to what the rag and composition is but yet in a way that they can sort of take it in as well i think the other important part of course is the education of it all no i mean uh, uh, the fact that uh, to make music i think uh, f- uh, education is is a little important which seems to be uh, uh, going into the background uh, a little in today's world where the final product is is taking over rather than the process of making the final product correct correct and i think uh, education in general the pedagogy of performance and music and, and the arts in general is important just to you know what you're exploring so sure. it's you can i've i've fortunately gotten the opportunity to work on my grades and my um, well as a pianist right but it's always interesting to step out of that grammar if you know it hmm. and then that becomes more exciting because you know what you're stepping out of sure so which is why it was so important that which is why as a two years is taken because rags like bihag and chayanat and bimpalasi i felt I needed time for it to grow into my system mm. before I touch it mm. and make an arrangement out of it. Sure. And that's what we've tried to do because even all the musicians over the course of two and a half years, they've also grown, worked on their art, understood what how they can grow musically. Sure. And as people, and that I feel has shown in the final recordings. I mean, we were pleasantly surprised at how they're uh, executing those of parts now. Of course. uh you know there are a lot of people who are now seduced by the glamour of music and want to make it a profession Correct. uh not understanding that uh, there's a lot of sweat and, and a fair amount of tears as well, <laughs> as well. uh what would you uh, what would you have uh, as advice for people who are stepping into the world of music you know it's uh, the glamour is what you see from the outside but uh, there is the only advice that i have for myself and for people who are entering the music industry is that patience mm-hmm. you have to be patient with yourself the art and your song because it becomes so easy to put material out in uh, on platforms that sure. newer artists take no time done a demo and they put it out but spend time with your music 
Also, keep in mind that there will there is struggle from at yes. every second nook and corner. But then that's how it is. I mean, the struggle is important for you to reach to feel good about it because it and it's not it doesn't happen in one month. It it takes years for you to reach where you would want to reach. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, and there's a treasure trove to mine in in our own heritage as absolutely. well, right? Absolutely. I mean, you. I don't think. Um, uh, writer's block or creative block is something that you can get if you if you mine it uh, right you know absolutely i mean i think we all are like i personally have had a lot like compositions have been on hold hmm. but there's also something good about that because you let let it let it be for some time sure. if it's not moving ahead give it some time come back to it because maybe you're not in the correct space of like sure. you know, mental space so you're not the mind isn't there of course and it's good to give it a break come back to it and see where it's i mean it will sound different i mean i always say that today's ragam will never sound the same tomorrow wow. because you're feeling differently absolutely and and that i mean music at the end of the day is feeling right it's feeling if you can connect yeah. with if you can so if you can touch someone with your art yeah good uh, whether it's you're feeling happy they feel sad but if they're feeling something yeah that connect is so important i feel then i think music has sort of served its purpose correct no? correct and uh, feeling is uh, you know uh, feelings are some things that have come to the <laughs> fore in these covid times haven't they correct. i mean uh, you know we've been speaking to a lot of musicians and uh, and the one thing that has come out is uh, is this whole uh, think about the fact that now uh, consumption of music per se has has become a very internalized exercise people are uh, listening to it in their bedroom with their headphones on people are also making that music in their bedroom and living room Correct. so it's become a very internalized uh, you know uh, and uh, i think the community experience of of music on the other hand which is to actually go on stage have people in front of you grooving to the music etc has sort of you know uh, uh, has uh, people have been missing that the musicians have been missing that where do you stand uh, uh, in in this dichotomy so when when covid happened yeah. we knew that performances on hold but and there were already online concerts happening but we took up there that there were a lot of them happening yeah, at yeah. one point there was just too much happening right <laughs> and we took up about two in total because then the question was why are we doing it sure and the feeling of performing together that wasn't there for the longest time and but that also gave us the opportunity to work on uh, new material and also explore so we began a session called quarantine sessions which right. which led me to explore artists even in the collective who are say younger and they're backing vocalists sure but then they never come never come in front so i pushed them that you know come get some material let's work on something also let us to explore artists across the country and outside india who we because they, everyone's busy with them but this time they all had the time so sure. but then when we came back on stage for the for jlf right in right. february this year that experience was <laughs> un like i can't tell you what it felt like because <laughs> we want we want our tightest but it the feeling of being together on sure. one stage i think nothing that feeling of community like you said absolutely nothing i think nothing else, you can't really match that uh, and and you think the future is bright for for live music on a stage i i'm fingers i don't know to jinx it <laughs> i hope our fingers crossed it touch wood with every coming month and hopefully maybe by mid 22 and 22 mm. things should get back sure. there's also uh, this whole thing about uh, you know classical music is dying people aren't really interested it's uh, it's a bit of an anachronism of our times etc uh, uh, on the other hand there's a whole uh, 
uh, there's a whole generation of young musicians who are very proudly bearing the classical music flag and, and taking it forward. So, what do you think finally is uh, uh, is the future for classical music for the roots for heritage? So, I like you said, there are a lot of uh, pure classical artists as well, sitar, solo sitar players, tabla players, Absolutely. who are doing it as as in the pure form as well, and. That's so good to see because you see that people are actually still pushing themselves in that um, genre. And then, unfortunately, we are also uh, in that genre. I mean, we love classical music, which is why we're in it. Of course. And I, there's a, that thought about it, it is dying has been there for years now. But the, the archive will not die until the, until the repertoire is constantly being re-explored sure so today's classical musicians who are inspired say by Ustad Vilayat Khan of course. of course today's sitar players influences from him but their way if that that legacy carries on and if uh, if if classical purists are willing to share their repertoire with the upcoming generations I see no reason as to why it will die off that's that's fantastic. Absolutely, I think uh, I think a living entity is an entity that evolves constantly. Correct. So, Correct. Exactly. You know, uh, uh, that's very beautifully put. That of course, Mustafa Dilayar Khan uh, is a legend, but uh, the legacy that he has le- left uh, can only be taken forward if exactly. that legacy is nourished by new thought. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, finally, uh, if you were to be asked what the art that you practice is to you, how would you describe the art that you practice? Um, the art that I practice, well, I think for me, art is, is the only way I can express myself without feeling judged (laughs) because just be myself in that moment, uh, good, bad is subjective. If I'm feeling happy, anger, love for anything, it just, it's me in that moment. And that's, I'm just being myself in that moment. That's beautifully put because... I think music is about making the moment beautiful. Absolutely. And, uh, and of course, you've made many of our moments beautiful with Thank the fantastic so music that you've been Thank making. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, of course, um, if you if you like the music, there's uh, always the internet to go to. Uh, uh, can people find your music anywhere on the internet? Yes, we're, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, all the platforms and YouTube. Which, sure. uh, we have all our... And you haven't a fancy spelling for your name, is it? No, only? no, we, we are the Anirudh Varma Collective, A N I U D H Varma with a V A. That's the only. <laughs> That's it, important. That's why spelling is important. <laughs> Absolutely, no, that, that goes wrong since school, so yeah. I'm so used to it. But no, I think brilliant. You can catch us on all the platforms. Absolutely, and there's fantastic music to be heard there. Anirudh, this has been. Brilliant. Likewise, the it's a pleasure, Sarka. Yeah, thank and, you so much. And and thank you for the music and thank you for uh, sharing the thoughts that animate the music. That's extremely important. Thank to you us. so much. Uh, thank you for uh, uh, being here. If you do like what we do, remember to follow us, uh, Team Workouts Podcast. Just search for it and wherever you find us, just hit the follow button. That'll do for us. If you, uh, of course, uh, we all live for validation. If you like what we do, uh, please leave a comment as well. That'd be really, really nice. Uh, thank you very much for uh, for listening and uh, what's coming up next. Well, for that, you'll just have to. Uh, stay tuned to Workouts Podcast.